This podcast is brought to you by Cashflow Mastery, the only revenue management course in our industry that teaches you step-by-step how to become a master revenue manager in your hosting business. For more info, check out getpaidforyourpad.com slash cashflowmastery. That's getpaidforyourpad.com slash cashflowmastery. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Get Paid for Your Pad. My guest today is Connor Payton. He is the CEO and founder of Notable, a very new company that can uh, help you. Uh, help your guests pre-order groceries and uh, have them uh, stack in the fridge uh, once they arrive. Which sounds like a great service because uh, you know one, that's a big challenge when you arrive in an Airbnb. It's like you don't have water, you don't have food, and you're like, "Oh, where's the where's the where's the nearest grocery store?" So I'm excited to uh, dive into it. Connor, welcome to the show. Yeah, Jasper, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to talk a little about the short-term rental space and how Noshville fits into that puzzle piece. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited too. I, I, I actually, like I mentioned to you before we started recording, I actually did not do a lot of research uh, on, on your business. So I'm really excited to, as somebody who doesn't know anything about it, uh, to find out um, find out what exactly you have to offer. And um, yeah, let's start with uh, the founder story. Like what's, what is Notable and, and why did you find this company? Yeah, so um, obviously I think, as you said, something we can all attest to of getting into an area whether you're with family and friends and you're hangry or hungry and you're looking for food and a couple things happen. Um, sometimes it works out and there's a grocery store nearby. Um, oftentimes you're not familiar with the layout and you spend a lot longer in that grocery store than you would at home though. Um, second thing that can happen is the grocery store's closed. You get in late um, and you're hungry and you have to eat out or you just don't have food and you go to bed. And then kind of that third thing that sometimes happens is you have to go the very next morning instead of going to that main attraction, whether it's the beach or skiing, uh, whatever you prefer, you're stuck in a grocery store or you're sending out a crew to go do that. So um, that's something that me and my two co-founders have all faced ourselves. Um, and it's something that we wanted to be able to solve because right now there are solutions out there, but um, they're not really focused particularly on the whole experience of a short-term rental. Um, they're kind of subpar solutions such as Instacart or trying to order grocery pickup and having to deal with the pickup and plan it around your own travel. So um, it's something we'd all experience ourselves. And then I just had a um, background in prop tech and property management at a company called Rialfa beforehand. So um, it was something I was passionate about. And it's like, why isn't the rent solution? Let's do something about it. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Awesome. Well, let's, why don't you describe the the process, right? So I imagine I, I just booked an Airbnb. In fact, I, I did actually book an Airbnb. Um, okay. So I'm going to check in on a Tuesday at uh, 3 p.m. PST. Uh, there's no supermarket nearby and I want to make sure that there's a dinner for us to cook. I want to make sure there's some drinks. What's the what's the process for me to leverage uh, Noshable to, to accomplish that? Yeah. So the unique thing about Noshable is it's ingrained in the booking process. Um, and so this doesn't really matter how far in advance you book it as long as it's a year or less in advance. So you could have booked this trip, let's say, theoretically six months ago. As you go ahead and book that, you see that this is a property that suits your needs. You book it, and then in that automated booking response from the host, they've included a link um, as well as like a sentence or two explaining what Noshable is. Um, it says something along the lines of pre-order groceries to have stocked in your fridge, as well as other goods such as sunscreen, beach towels, etc. Um, they click on that custom link, and that link is tied directly to that address uh, that, that the property you're staying in. 
and they can go through and shop at one of over 20 plus uh, major retail grocery stores such as Kroger, Harris Teeter, Walmart, etc. Um, and you just basically build a curbside pickup order is what it feels like, at least for the guest experience. Um, as a guest, you're not going to have to lift a finger besides ordering it, though. Um, that's taken care of. So you go ahead, you fill up stuff you want for dinner, throw a case of beer in there, a bottle of wine, whatever you'd like. And um, you go ahead and check out and pay. And from your end, it's mostly done from there. Um, let's go with the kind of um, analogy that this was six months in advance. Um, then as it starts to get closer, we'll message you, hey, these are a couple substitutions. The one kind of benefit slash downside to allowing people to order that uh, far in advance is um, items may change in grocery stores. So if it was seasonal and there's apple cider because it's fall, we're not going until <laughs> you know the summer where we're obviously going to have to tell you that's a substitution and you'll be refunded accordingly. Um, and then you go ahead and um, you're arriving on your trip that week of. And from the guest perspective, you just walk in and it's pre-stocked. Um, obviously, those groceries don't fly in there magically. So what we do is we partner with property management companies um, that want to offer more than just a space. They want to offer... Um, an actual experience. Um, so there's this thing called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And the most fundamental, just basic needs are uh, food, water, shelter, and rest. And it's funny because in the hospitality business, you think you'd cover all those, but oftentimes a lot of companies are just missing the chance to nail something on the head and offer that food and water, um, allowing people to kind of really be satisfied to start off their trip. Um, and so we partner with these property management companies and we onboard either their current operations, which is usually a cleaning company, um, or even sometimes themselves for smaller hosts. And they can set the amenity price, which is just the delivery fee. And they're the ones who are actually going and picking up the groceries. Um, the way we're integrated with, it's just a curbside pickup. So all they have to do is go to the store, say they're picking up for nauseable amenity, and then they go stock those as they clean the fridge. Um, alternatively, if they're busy or they're understaffed and they don't have someone to do that, we do have partners in over 12 states now and are kind of constantly brokering more and we can put them in touch with someone who is able to act as that trust fulfillment um, alone without even being kind of the person who's meant to clean the property. So as a host, there's really two ways that I can leverage the platform. I could um, I could leverage for my own properties, but I could also say like, hey, you know what? Like, I want to be one of those partners and make some extra money by offering, by allowing other property management companies and Airbnb hosts in my area to use your service and I'll take care of the fulfillment. Is that is that right? Yeah, that would work if you have your own kind of internal cleaning organization set up or you feel like you have um, something that would meet our criteria, um, then you could certainly um, not only onboard your own properties, but do neighboring properties as well um, to make some extra cash. So we partner with a lot of cleaning companies already. Uh, it's a great way to do that since they get to set the amenity, they can make sure it's something that's beneficial for the guests as well as um, you know they're compensated accordingly. So you can definitely do that. So, um, so let's say let's say I sign up as a, as a host in the, in one of the states that you currently have uh, the fulfillment in place. Um, I will then send a link in my booking confirmation. I will send a link to my guests, like, "Hey, click on this link, and you can order. Uh, you can order pre-order groceries. They will be ready for you waiting in the fridge." Does the does the guest then have to sign up for an account? Yeah. So the way it currently works is there's. No account needed to sign up when they first get on so they can build a cart. Um, mm -hmm. It'll automatically, each link is tied to an address, as I said, so that auto-populates and it shows the grocery store that's closest to shop from um, and they can build a cart. And then at the uh, point that they want to check out, they are forced to make an account um, just so that we have contact with them. We are holding their payment information, that kind of stuff. 
Um, so just from regulation reasons and stuff, it, it's safest for us to have um, some of their information, stay in contact with them. Mm-hmm. But um, they're able to fully try out the amenities, see what groceries are available at the store nearby without ever having to sign up or sign in. Right. Um, and then would I be able to use the same cart on different stays? Yeah. So the way it works is we split um, each stay into different carts. So while you have an account, um, like let's say you plan a trip to go to Florida a week from now, and then you're going to Hawaii two weeks from now, um, you would have the name of each kind of cart based off of the property. So it's called Florida one, two, three is one of the property's names and the other ones, Hawaii, like five Oh, um, you would be able to toggle between carts and add items. So if you're in the Hawaii five Oh cart and you wanted to add Coca-Cola, you added that, that, and then you toggled back over to the Florida cart. Um, you wouldn't see Coca-Cola in there. So you can manage multiple carts for different dates mm-hmm. um, at the same time within your gotcha. account. Yeah. Now what I'm thinking is, I'm pretty much need the same stuff every time I go to check into an Airbnb. So I was wondering, can I just create like a standard cart and then just say like, Hey, whenever I go on a trip, like I always want to order this particular cart. Yeah. So that's actually on a roadmap right now. Currently you can see cart history. So you could see what you ordered at your last trip. Um, and you would have to go in and manually reorder those things, unfortunately. Um, but that is one of the kind of future, um, updates we're looking to kind of finish here by the end of, uh, 2023. So, Uh, that it. and okay. then group ordering is another big thing um, we're looking towards um, allowing you to basically send uh, a link where you wouldn't have to sign in to several other people who might be staying in the same property as you to add items to the cart as well. Mm-hmm. Is there no challenge with uh, when it comes to alcohol? Because I know when I order groceries, if if there's like a bottle of wine in there, I always have to sign because it's because it's alcohol. Like, is is there are there any challenges with that? Yes. Um, obviously alcohol is a big kind of lift and it's different, not only in every state, but individual municipalities. So that's something we deal with appropriately, um, in each area. But as far as trusted fulfillment goes, when you're actually the one picking up the alcohol, you do have to be 21 and we make sure that all those people are verified in 21, um, when they're picking up alcohol on behalf of another guest. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, so how many, so you guys are pretty new, right? How, how, how long ago did you guys launch the company? Yeah. So we basically just kind of finished building our MVP, which is just minimal viable product. It means like kind of a functional prototype and I've been beta testing it in a couple of States. Um, just in the last month we finished that up. We really just started building, um, in the last two and a half months. Um, I brought on uh, a co-founder who was non-technical at the start of this summer. So in June, and then we really just started kicking it off in August by bringing on our um, third and final co-founder, Evan, who was a senior developer at Kroger for about 10 years. And he's our technical co-founder building the product. So. Mm-hmm. Got it. And uh, how many, how many hosts uh, or do you have any data that you can share of like how many carts have been ordered or how many hosts are on the platform just to get an idea of like, you know, how, how far in the, in the journey you guys are? Yeah, so we're fairly new. Right now, we have a pretty large wait list, um, but we're trying to set up SOPs, so standard operating procedures. We want someone um, who orders in Florida and Hawaii to have the same experience. And obviously, that's mm-hmm. something that's hard to manage if you're using different cleaning teams and you know all these different people who are actually the operations on the ground. Um, so we're beta testing in a few different states. So um, one of our partners is Portoro out of Austin, uh, Texas. Um, and so we're working with Dustin and his team there, um, and they have about 50 properties there. So we're doing that. Um, we're also have a couple closer to home in Cincinnati, um, and Kentucky as well as Tennessee. So 
um, we're starting small and then we're going to start expanding to our wait list um, as we start kind of creating those SOPs and we're like confident that this is something that uh, will run smoothly in new states. Right. Okay. So for the hosts that are listening right now, if, if they're, can you name those, those maybe the, the markets that you're active in currently just so that everybody knows where, where uh, we, we look, which locations you're active? Yeah. So right now um, like we can basically work in any market um, that has a Walmart Kroger, any Kroger affiliate company, if they have their own operations. So if there was interested, mm-hmm. if they were interested in doing that and they didn't need us to provide trusted fulfillment, um, we could do that anywhere there. There's a Walmart Kroger or Kroger affiliate. Um, and then we're also in the process right now of getting up HEB down in Texas, as well as Publix in Florida. Um, and then if they did not have the trust fulfillment, uh, we're available in a lot of different states. Um, so we're in Chicago, um, Arizona, Texas, um, a few, like a lot, 12 total. Um, don't have them all off the top of my head. And then we're currently working on Florida um, as well as Utah. So, Got it. Okay. So if... If I'm a if I'm a host and I take care of the own fulfillment, then I basically get to keep. Do I upsell the groceries, or do I just make money on the the fee, the the stocking fee, if you will? Yeah, so that's a great question. So the way that we um, decided to build this product is unique. Um, coming from a property management background myself, uh, one of the biggest like struggles is all these different SaaS companies trying to sell property managers into their tech stack. Um, and you're paying 50, 20, uh, $30 a property for this software, and they start to add up very quickly. So we wanted this to be something that was extremely accessible for property managers um, and hosts. So um, it's not something that we actually charge them for. It's completely free to utilize our software. And in exchange, we mark up the groceries, um, an aggregate amount that can vary uh, depending on the state. And on top of that, we actually share a portion of that markup with the property manager based on um, a couple of different things. So obviously like the occupancy rate of their property as well as how many properties they have. Um, so not only is it completely free, um, you can make it so that it's profitable from a delivery standpoint. If you do the delivery yourself, you get kind of a portion of that bonus revenue as well. And then kind of the last added benefit is for those um, ambitious property managers that want to add um, other people's second homes um, into their portfolio. It's great for second home acquisition because um, as the property manager yourself, you can eat the delivery fee of whatever you happen to set it to. Let's say it's $25. And then whenever someone stays in their own home, um, you give them free grocery delivery. Um, and even at that point, you're still making a little bit of money on the markup. So it's a great way to um, kind of expand your business as well if that's something you're looking to do. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, no, that's very interesting. Um so, so you you built this this company um, because you were experiencing this issue uh, as a as a property manager, or more from from the guest perspective. I'd say a little bit of both. Um, I think it's pretty clear to a lot of people that there's been a lot of saturation as far as Airbnbs. Um, back in the day, Airbnbs just started as a blow up mattress in someone's living room, and people were paying for it, and that was working. Um, now that property managers have started to come in and try and take more market segment. Um, the, the, just the quality and the standards have been set so high that people are starting to turn towards amenities and other offerings outside of just, is the property clean? How many bedrooms does it have? Um, you know, you're seeing these crazy backyards getting built by companies like TechBester and a bunch of other property management companies. Um, and so I realized from the guest perspective, guests really care most about convenience and just grocery shopping takes two hours of your vacation. And while it's great to have pickleball in your backyard, um, most guests, uh, 
groceries are a staple in almost every guest trip, right? And so um, that was something that we thought a lot of people had kind of brushed over and passed over in the attempt to differentiate themselves. Um, and then, of course, I did experience it myself and realized I was always grocery shopping to start my trip. Right. Yeah. So w- one question that comes to mind is, um, look, if I, let's say I book a trip you know, to, to somewhere and there's a Walmart nearby, I could also just go on the Walmart website and, and order the groceries to to the house, right? Why would I? Why would I use um, Notable versus just doing a direct order? Yeah, there's a couple of reasons. So the first is um, with Walmart in particular, depending on the area, uh, the maximum you can order is three weeks in advance. So if you're trying to book this months in advance and you just want it to be out of sight, out of mind, um, then you're going to have to go back and remember to order those groceries after you booked your trip potentially months earlier. Um, another thing is you're going to have to pick up those Walmart groceries. So you either need a rental car. Um, you have to pick a one-hour slot for Walmart pickup still. So if you have travel delays or if you don't get until the next morning, you're supposed to pick it up that evening. Again, you're still facing that issue of having to reschedule that time and go pick it up. Um, and even if you had Walmart delivered to the property yourself, um, you'd have to be there or they would just leave it at your front door. Uh, and those could go mm-hmm. to waste as well. So it's one of those things where... We really are kind of this connector piece between the grocery store and the property management team and the guests, um, allowing for them to be pre-stocked and really hands-off process where, you know, no matter what happens, if you have a three-hour travel delay, um, you know, or you experience anything like that, even if you just want to have the freedom to decide to stop and spend the night somewhere on your way there on a road trip, you know that those groceries are preserved. So um, that's the right. major advantage. And it saves uh, the hassle of having to put everything in the fridge too. Yeah, right? yeah. It's that like too. when you walk into an Airbnb, it's like you want to chill, you want to relax. I mean, there's nothing better than just tossing your bag in the corner, opening the fridge, popping over, popping open a cold bottle of beer or wine, and, and sit down and enjoy the start of your vacation. Right, the le- the least amount of friction, uh, the better. Yeah, exactly, and that's a big thing we talk about. So, um, one of our board members was the former CEO of Walt Disney World. And something that they really focused on is removing frictions, hassles, barriers. And this is a great way to do that. Like the last thing you want is a hangry family fighting. First thing they do when they walk into your Airbnb, you want it to be a memorable moment. And obviously no one's going to match Disney and their level of magic, but even just having that uh, grocery stocked, having those cold beers ready, um, sprinkles a little bit of that Disney magic onto their vacation and makes them want to come back. Yeah. Yeah. I want to share a quick a quick uh, thing I, I I read in a book today. So I've been re- I'm reading a book called Setting the Table, uh, which is basically it's a hospitality. It's from the it's, it's about somebody who started a restaurant, very famous restaurant. But um, but essentially it talks about hospitality, and this book as we I talked about it on the podcast with with Eric a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. But one one really funny story is like this this guy starts a restaurant and he's really focused on the on on the providing a higher level experience right and there's this customer that that he knows booked the table and he's pretty sure that there's like one out of five wine bottles that he has that that the person is going to choose that wine right so he's like you know what like let me let me take these five bottles out of the fridge so that they're just like perfect temperature when the guest arrives right they're, instead of the standard temperature that's in the fridge like you know, let's take it out. So it drops a couple minutes of uh, a couple degrees. And so, um, and so the guest arrives, right? And they, he orders a different bottle. 
so so the guy's like oh no like now 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 the bottle is going to be too cold right so he like he grabs the bottle out of the fridge and he kind of you know rubs it over her, over his, his body to kind of warm it up a little bit um and then you know the bottle goes to the table and then uh 5 minutes later like the the server comes up to him and says like hey uh this customer asked for uh, di- uh this uh, wants a different bottle the same same wine but different bottle because he said it was too warm <laughs> Yeah, I thought yeah. that was really funny. No, it is. It's like you really don't know. It's hard to guess exactly what the customers are going to want and your guests are going to want. That's. Um, I actually caught that podcast. I was listening to you and Eric talk and mentioned unreasonable hospitality too, um, and that kind of sparked interest in me as well because um, the definition, according to Oxford Dictionary, of hospitality is providing a guest um, food, drink, and accommodation. And all these people are in the hospitality industry but most of them are just providing a space and they're not covering mm-hmm. the food or the drink. Um, so this is mm-hmm. a great opportunity, you know, and why we wanted to build Nashville to really transform what hospitality looks like as this area starts to get very saturated. Yeah. Yeah. hundred um, percent. So we've talked about the process. We've talked about how it works, how Nashville works. I'm sure there's a couple of things that we haven't talked about yet that uh, might be good for, for, for you to share. Anything come to mind? Um, I mean, yeah. So, um, obviously we're currently looking for beta testers and stuff like that. Um, but there are a lot of features we're looking to add in, um, in the meantime. So depending on which property management systems you use, we're currently integrating with a couple, um, right now. So that's like one of our big goals early 2024, um, is going to be allowing people to streamline those work orders. Um, whether it's like Guesty or Breezeway or Hostfully, whoever you use, um, we're looking to start integrating with companies like that so that, if you do decide to do the pickup in-house, um, it's kind of already done through our process as the guest orders and just kind of populates you know, as a work order. So it's not something that you have to manage on your own. So that's one big thing we're really working towards. Um, another big thing that we're working on is adding an AI shopper, um, allowing you to input recipes um, and just other context and have to do all the shopping for you. Um, so it might be planning, say, a Thanksgiving trip to Florida. Um, you could say you want a Thanksgiving meal with mashed potatoes, broccoli, um, turkey, et cetera, for eight people and having it add the ingredients um, based off of a recipe into your cart. Um, So we're really trying to kind of streamline the ordering process as well as by leveraging AI. Um, So there are a couple of cool things like that we've been working on that um, we're hoping to have out in early 2024. Um, The product right now, um, if you do decide to sign up for a demo or just are interested in reach out, um, is at its kind of most bare minimum. And we have a lot of exciting routes we want to take it. By the way, my camera just died, so Connor can't see me anymore, but he did a great job at just continuing talking, um, talking about technology. But um, so the AI is interesting, right? Like I feel like there's any any platform that launches these days, like there, there's, there's always an AI comp- component to it, right? So um, I find that really interesting. So it's, it's like you, you tell... You tell Nashville like, "Hey, I, I, you know, this is the type of dinner I want," and then Nashville will like suggest certain ingredients and and certain products. Yep, exactly. And not only suggest it, but it'll actually input it into your cart if you'd like. So mm. instead of having to search all those ingredients and go ahead and add the correct amount, um, it'll be able to do that, and then you can just go manage your cart from there. So um, that's another exciting awesome. thing. And then something else I hit on a little bit earlier, but not fully in depth, is the ability to. Uh, do group orders and basically only have one person sign up and pay for a cart. Um, but 
send out a, a, a link where you don't have to sign up to other guests in the party, allowing them to create their own cards. And then that card can then get approved by the person who has an account, um, allowing you to easily kind of split up the payment. Because um, I know that's one thing that always happens to me is I go ahead and we grocery shop, we send out that party and somehow I always get, um, you know, put in charge of driving to the grocery store with someone and doing all the shopping on behalf of everyone else. And then I spend $400 and I'm looking at this receipt trying to figure out um, who owes me what. And somehow I always come up short of what I spent. Um, so <laughs> this is a great way to make sure you can hold your friends and family accountable uh, and that they pay you back as well. So that's one I'm particularly excited about. Well, that's, yeah, that's a big uh, benefit for anybody traveling in a group because uh, I definitely hear you. I've, uh, I've been there uh, myself as well. <laughs> you order, you do all the groceries, like first of all, you're putting all the work of getting the groceries and then you have to chase everybody down <laughs> to like, uh, you know, pay you back. Yep, exactly. So those are some of the big things we're working on. And then um, down the road, we're hoping to start also partnering with local restaurants and helping guests get not only the food in their fridge when they arrive, but reservations and stuff pre-booked as well. Um, and that's another way for potential um, like revenue generation for hosts themselves too. Um, so we're looking to kind of occupy that whole food space uh, and just make sure that that's people cool. have those basic needs of food and space. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, you know, if there, if there was a sir, if if there was a thing on Airbnb or something where you could kind of select like your favorite cuisines and then and then just tell the the host who you're staying with, like, hey. You know, here's free cuisines that I like. Just book me your favorite restaurant at 6 p.m., right? You yeah. pick whatever you recommend. I'd totally be down to do that instead of – because that's a, that's a lot of time and effort goes into finding restaurants as well, right? Looking at Yelp and reading reviews and looking at the photos to see if it's if it looks nice. There's a lot of time that goes into that. Exactly. And, again, just like the grocery shopping can be done from your couch six months in advance – there's no reason that booking those type of reservations shouldn't be able to as well. So, yeah, amazing, amazing. All right. So, for everybody who is interested to learn more about Notiable, you can go to the website shop Notiable, and I'll spell it. So it's a shop as in S H O P, and then it's N O S H A B L E dot com. No dashes, no, no nothing. Just one word. Shop. Knows noshable. Do I even pronounce it correctly? By the way, you're good. It's it's noshable. So nosh is like a, a Yiddish slang term for a snack or something of substance. And actually, the landing page itself is info i n f o dot shop noshable dot com. Oh, okay. Info dot shop noshable dot com. Awesome. Um, sweet dude. Uh, well, appreciate you uh, jumping on here. Always. Uh, always admire all the innovators coming into the space and, and solving, solving the problems for the guests and the host, especially if it involves, uh, you know, creating, turning the mindset from renting out of space into providing uh, more hospitality, providing uh, uh, more <clears throat> experiences. So definitely appreciate that. Any, any final thoughts before we wrap up the, uh, the podcast? If, if people can, can people reach out to you if they have any questions? Yeah. Yeah. They can reach out to me at Connor, um, at shopnoshable.com um, or they are also welcome to connect with me at, on LinkedIn at Connor Payton. Um, so I'm happy to talk with anyone, um, whether they're interested in the service themselves or if they just think there might be synergies or have questions and are trying to build something. Um, I always love to co-create and talk with other entrepreneurs. Awesome. All righty. Well, uh, thanks for joining uh, Connor today. Um, and to the listeners, hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back soon with another one. 
I have a question for you. Do you have a solid revenue management strategy in place to maximize the revenue for your listings? Is revenue management part of your daily routine? If not, then you're leaving money on the table. The days that we can ignore revenue management in our hosting business and still do well are over, my friends, and they won't come back. So if you either don't use dynamic pricing and manually enter prices on the OTAs, or you have a pricing tool set up, but you're not sure how to use it correctly, then the cash flow mastery is for you. In this brand new course, I teach you step-by-step step how to set up your pricing tool, create a winning revenue management strategy, and give you a daily, weekly, and monthly workflow to evaluate your portfolio performance and make strategic price adjustments. I walk you through how we set up our revenue management for FreeWild, from setting up your base price, to minimized stays, length of stay discounts, adjacent day pricing, orphan night pricing, and much more. On top of that, you'll get access to countless of calculators and tracking sheets that will give you the insights you need to make the right pricing decisions. The course comes with a Facebook group where you can ask questions every day and monthly live Zoom calls to help you stay on track. Do you want to manage your revenue and master your cash flow? Then sign up now at getpaidforyourpad.com slash cashflowmastery. That is getpaidforyourpad.com slash cashflowmastery.